Welcome to Three Little Things, a natural health podcast. We've created this space to help you positively navigate the world of holistic and natural well-being, where each week we will explore something new and dive into a diverse range of holistic health topics from all walks of life. As chiropractors, we are equally passionate about helping educate, share and empower you on your well-being journey. Created with you in mind, Three Little Things aims to bring you digestible topics and applicable tools and strategies to help you grow, thrive and live well. So let's dive in. Good afternoon again. So this is another episode of Three Little Things with a bit of a difference today. So I'm missing my gorgeous co-host, Sarah who is far too busy and, you know, her life is far too exciting to record a podcast this close to Christmas. So instead, I'm sort of running solo, but not really, because my gorgeous niece, Leah, is our audio producer, and we're doing the podcast in her fantastic home studio. And also our, our guest today is Anthony Richards, who most of you no doubt know is my business partner and life partner of some 38 years. So I'm just going to have to preempt this now that if we have any fights on air, you know, you can be a witness to that. But hopefully today's episode will be really um, useful. So just to pre-frame it, today's episode, uh, three episodes, are going to be a series of new patient induction episodes. So since I've been a chiropractor, which is some 38 years, the profession has gained so much traction, but we still feel it is sometimes misrepresented um, in the media and misunderstood. So today's episode, the first one will be about what to expect as a new patient. The second episode following will be about what happens on your second visit. And the third episode will be what happens when you come in for the third time. So let me introduce um, Anthony Richards. Anthony. Thank you, Lily. I'd just like to clarify for everyone out there in Podland that I'm gorgeous too. And uh, I'm very happy to be here. At last, I've been invited. It's taken 38 years. Uh, am I meant to respond to that um, in a civilized fashion? Sorry, keep going, Anthony. Motor on, just motor on. <laughs> well, we're here today to talk about a new patient coming into a practice, a chiropractic practice, but particularly ours. And there are Many things to consider before you go to visit a practitioner. The first is why. So why would you visit a chiropractor or why would you visit our practice, bring a chiropractic? There are many reasons and we see patients for all sorts of things. They bring in their little problems or their big problems and they could range from a sore toe to a brain condition and we have to look at those things and work out how we can help that person, whether they should be seeing us, whether they should be seeing someone else, whether they should be seeing us and someone else. So there are quite a few things to consider there. And that is why when new patients come in, we ask them a lot of questions. We often have people come in who say, oh, I just need a crack in the neck. And we're not going to do that for you, I'm afraid, because you may need something like that, who knows? But we don't know whether that's what you need. You probably don't really know what if that's what you need. And it's rather risky assuming that that is what you need without going through the process of understanding what the problem is. So we might ask you then, why are you here? Where is the problem? When is it a problem? How long has it been a problem? What makes it worse? 
what makes it feel better, and all sorts of other questions. And we ask those for a purpose because that gives us a picture of what might be happening in your body. And we're then trying to trace that to see whether it is a problem with how the brain is controlling your body, whether the body is giving the correct messages back to the brain through the nervous system, whether the brain is giving the correct messages to the body through the nervous system. And we have to work all of that out. Right. So, Anthony, most, as you know, most of our patients come through word of mouth because we do hardly any advertising. So most people who come to see us um, have been sent in by their, by their friends, their parents, their you know, spouses, et cetera, et cetera. And most of them, strangely enough, will have a similar situation to the people who sent them in. You know, So I am a pediatric chiropractor. I have a lot of um, mums bringing their bubs with colic or you know, um, hip problems, all kinds of things that happen to babies. Um, do you find that happens with you? I think people come in with um, a similar sort of problems that their friends have sent them in with. It's not uncommon for people to talk about their health issues. With each other. So if you have a couple of guys who are playing soccer or football and one has had a knee issue and has come back and been able to play and one of their friends or team members has, has a similar issue, they may say, oh, go and see this person. They helped me. And why wouldn't you? If someone has had success with a similar issue, it seems pretty sensible to go and see that person. And so we, we do get a lot of referrals from people who, who have, had, have experienced benefit from our, our care and or they also may trust us to do the right thing in helping their friends. So they say, go and see these people. They'll look at you. They'll tell you what they think. They'll give you an honest opinion. And that's what you need. You don't need someone who will rush in and try to do a whole lot of stuff to you before checking you out properly. But don't expect to to just wander in and not be asked questions. That's my main thing today. What we're looking for in new patients is a reason for what they're experiencing. And a lot of people know that the brain controls everything in the body. Some people don't know that the brain is connected to the body, but... It is. And, and there are parts of the brain, tiny little parts, that are called neurons. Neurons are cells in the brain and they are connected to some other part of the body. Those neurons will receive messages or those neurons will send messages and that's how your body works. So if you are hungry, why do you experience hunger? Because there are parts of your brain that are connected to your food needs. If you stick a pin in your little toe, why do you feel that? Because it's connected to your brain. Hopefully you feel it. So if something suddenly appears in your peripheral sight, why do you throw your head to one side and throw up an arm? That's a, a reaction through your nervous system. And all those things should be working perfectly. If they're not working perfectly, things can then go wrong. You might be hit in the head by that cricket ball that you didn't see. You may starve to death because you didn't realise you were hungry. Or you might be walking around with pins in your toes and not realising it. So there are conditions or, or situations that will affect the messages that your brain receives or should receive. And there are conditions or situations that will affect the messages that your brain sends out to your body. 
And chiropractors work on the nervous system. That's what they stimulate. They stimulate those reactions through their adjustments. But they have to analyse initially to find out what may or may not be wrong with the person. So, Anthony, on this first visit, besides having spent some time talking about the eight-point history and review of systems, can you quickly describe just briefly what the examination might look like? The examination is based on on very physical things, but uh, we try to get into the brain, so to speak. So there'll be neurological testing. So as you're getting out of a chair in the reception area, we'll be watching you getting up, then we'll watch you walk in. We're looking at your balance, how you walk, your coordination. We'll be testing uh, specific neurological things such as reflexes, balance mechanisms, uh, all just getting in and seeing how your body reacts to stimulus to the nervous system. We can look at uh, eye movements, for instance, and that tells you a lot about parts of the brain. We also then do orthopedic tests, which are tests to to see what your body can do uh, with or without pain, what ranges of motion you might have. If you can't look over your shoulder, there may be a problem there, particularly when you're driving and changing lanes. So that's something that, <laughs> that we need to know about. But if you have, for instance, if your nose can only go halfway towards the point of your shoulder, there's a problem. You have a restriction there. We look at your posture. Posture is a very important part of our work because uh, as soon as you change your posture, say you, you drop your chest, your shoulders roll forward, your head moves forward, all of a sudden you're changing a whole lot of things within your body. Your spine is not holding you up properly for some reason, but you're compressing your lungs, you're not able to breathe as well, you're reducing the space your heart has to live in, you're putting pressure with the diaphragm onto your abdominal cavity and that makes things less comfortable there. A whole lot of things change. You're changing the shape of your spinal cord. You're changing the shape particularly of your brain stem right at the base of your skull. So a whole lot of things are explained or by by examining these areas and examining those things. So we will also examine you with what we call palpation so that we can feel parts and we might just be feeling muscle tightness. We might be feeling heat, cold areas. We might also be feeling the movement of certain joints. We might, for instance, get you to sit and have one hand on your head, one hand on your neck, feeling the small joints of the neck as we roll the head around a little bit. None of these things irritate or hurt. They, we might find a point at which pain might start. That tells us a lot. So the physical exam is very important and it can involve a lot of different things and we will head in directions that develop during that examination. So for instance, if you're showing huge balance problems, we're not going to get you to do a whole lot of uh, big movements because you might fall over. If you have severe low back pain, we'll probably be doing a lot of the examination with you lying down. All those sorts of things are affected by what we find as we go along. 
So the people have, who have been following our podcast update and all the different episodes, they would have heard words like homeostasis, equilibrium, subluxation, upregulation, downregulation, and so on. And we've actually put it into a context um, which is quite simple, I think, which is the brain, as you say, the central nervous system, sends down its big, long messenger, the spinal cord, which is housed within the spinal column. And that's why we do so much work regarding people's structure to see how their structure may affect their function. You know, as you're talking about asking people questions, Anthony, you know, we do ask questions about their various systems, you know, heart and lungs, gut and bowel, um, urinary tract, et cetera, et cetera. And when people come to see us, they, they often think, well, we came for a headache. You know, how come she's asking me about my um, heart and lungs now? Well, really, we're trying to figure out which part of your nervous system is involved, correct? That's correct. You can have a problem in one area of your body that you think is the problem, but it may just be the symptom. You can have a liver problem and have shoulder pain as a result. Mm. You can have a crying baby who's constipated. You can have a person who's not drinking enough water and they're getting headaches. So that's why we ask questions of new patients. What are you doing here? How much water do you drink? When do you eat? How much alcohol do you drink? How much coffee do you drink? Do you smoke? Do you, all sorts of things. We would talk about people's exercise habits. Do you get out of the chair every six hours when you're at work? Or do you move around frequently? There are a whole lot of things that, that can affect your brain's performance, but really we're talking about the whole body's performance, the homeostasis of the body, just through bad habits. And a lot of the time we find that helping people change their habits they can change their health. They can change the way their body works and, and be a lot happier with the way they get along with things. Mm. So that's why, just to summarize, a lot of people who come to see us, um, they they need to know now why we ask those questions. And for me, I'm a bit of a um, sort of worst-case scenario person, in case no one knew that. Um, so every headache is a space-occupying lesion um, or a pathology unless proven otherwise. Every chest pain is a heart attack about to happen unless proven otherwise. So, so although I'm actually not really like that in real life, I feel that with healthcare, we need to screen um, pathology before we, we say, yes, it's actually in our lane. So would that be a good summary? Very good. <laughs> as, as a health practitioner, we have a responsibility to, to help people identify things. And if we're not sure of something, we'll certainly refer you off to somewhere else so that someone else can have a look at you and, and maybe find the real source of the problem. We're into brain activity, healthy neurons. Um, chiropractors work by stimulating parts of the brain through the nervous system to to excite it and then we may advise you or probably will advise you to to do certain things to help stimulate parts of your brain to make it healthier if you don't stimulate it it doesn't work finding the problem is the is the first thing and then helping people solve that problem but as a new patient you come in to actually find out what the problem is and how it can be helped. So just to summarise, um, all chiropractors these days in Australia are fully registered, um, but they have a master's degree and um, they're fully trained in anatomy, pathology, physiology. Um, myself, I have a postgraduate in neuroscience, so not that dumb, and uh, we're trying to be incredibly thorough. So, um, Anthony, do you want to wrap us up with um, three little things for this episode, please? The first one is actually six little things. It's six dangerous words. 
I thought it would go away. If things show up and you're not happy with it, you're worried about it, don't sit on it and just wait and see if it goes away. Just get it checked. doesn't matter who checks it as long as they're a health professional that's qualified to diagnose things and look at things properly. If you have a problem with, with movement, pain somewhere in your body, particularly legs, arms, those sorts of things, headaches, uh, they can be checked quite easily by a chiropractor and you can get good advice there. So the first one is don't leave it. Second one is understand what the practitioner is talking about. If you don't understand, ask the question for heaven's sake. Get them to write it down. Get them to explain it differently because it's not their problem, it's your problem. So let them help you by explaining it clearly in a language that you understand. And the third thing is, for heaven's sake, take their advice. Don't say, yes, yes, I'll do the exercises, then go home and watch TV for 12 hours a day. You need to take the advice because if you don't, the care that you're receiving is not going to be as effective and the care that you're receiving may not work at all. And then you will be disappointed and say, oh, it didn't work. Well, maybe what the practitioner did worked, maybe what you did didn't work. Right. <laughs> okay, so um, that's a wrap for episode 35, which is episode one of what Anthony and I are doing. And I hope you guys stay with us for the next two because the next episode will be on what to expect on your second visit. So thanks for listening. On to the next one. A quick disclaimer, these episodes are not intended to replace help, treatment or advice from your healthcare professionals. The information in today's podcast is purely for educational purposes and is not designed to diagnose or treat any conditions. This is just a friendly reminder that we do not know you or your child or those around you and therefore do not know your specific needs. Please seek guidance from your healthcare professionals surrounding your concerns.